2: What do you know about Ozzy, young man? Nice. little Ozzy. All right, BT and Sal back on the fan. Let me guess, Sal. Uh, you're not a big Ozzy
3: Osbourne fan. Yeah. I mean, he, nah. I remember him for, um, you know, eating a bat or something. Yes. He, uh, the head of a the, bat. Yeah, the bite the head of a bat. And then he had that reality show that I liked. With Sharon? Yeah. And and Jack and...
2: Um, yeah, that was a really good show. Kelly, maybe?
1: That oh, was one of
3: the early...
2: I forget her name. Uh, Kelly, of course. Yeah, it was Kelly. Right? That was one of the earlier reality shows where... And he was still lucid enough enough... Where I mean that, that was that was a massive hit actually.
3: Yeah, that was before like the Kardashians blew up, right? Yes, I believe it was. Right, So it was one of the original like follow a family around. I would say about early two thousands when it started popping God, yeah, around oh, there.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, I and remember watching it. Yep, and that's not even the craziest thing that he did. You know what the craziest thing that he ever did was
3: <laughs> not Jeez. eating a bat, uh, the head off a bat.
2: Well, it depends. It, it, one or one A. Okay, and it's got it's got what some else competition. Did So, you know, obviously he was just up to his neck in drugs. How was he still alive? I don't know. I honestly don't know. He he said one time that he took, I just read this recently. There's an excerpt from a book, 30 hits of acid, 30 at once, and walked out to the cemetery, and he had a conversation with a tree. And he's like, I got to stop doing this. So that was one thing. But that's not even the craziest thing that he's done. Aside from eating the bat, see, th- that that is up there because of the rabies. It's 75.
3: That's not that old. Ugh, I mean, the bat was no. a mistake, by the way. But I
2: know he- it was a mistake, but it was
3: a fake one. They had a yeah, whole bucket of like rubber bats, and he happened to pick up a real one. So eat. you know about what? Ozzy because you're a big music what, guy. How, what do you mean? How does that get mixed up? Oh, I'm sorry. We had a real bat mixed up in the rubber bat <laughs> I mean, can? it's like, like
2: having 20 vibrators and a real penis. How did that thing I mean, get in there? I, I mean, what? Come I mean, what, on. What are we doing here? Well, what, what, <laughs> I mean, how did the real one get in there? Right. Oh, sorry. So, the yeah,
3: real one my oh, oops. so so the reason why I say he's not that old at 75 is because 20 years ago when the show was on, or 25 years ago, yeah. I felt like he was old then. I felt like he
2: was 90 because the way he walks. Yeah. No, neurologi- ne- neuro um, yeah, neurologically. neurologically, he's obviously compromised. But before, I just want to get back yep. to the calls. But the other crazy thing that he did, his drug habit he once sniffed uh a, a massive line of ants oh my god instead of cocaine or whatever else you would sniff why because he's assy but what does that do for you i don't know <laughs> and i don't plan on finding it out, was it
3: was a bet i think he was, was a motley crew or something like oh. that and he just saw a bunch of ants on the sidewalk and he just went and oh my god Motley Crue Gross. hanging out with Ozzy Osbourne. That nah, was a book I wanted wild. to read. That Motley Crue book that came well,
2: out. Well, did you see the ago. documentary on Apple? I,
3: uh, I don't know. I think no, it was I've Apple seen or other Netflix. Stuff. One of the two. I think it was I, Apple. Maybe I saw something on Nikki Six a while ago. Was there something on him?
2: Well, Nikki Six was the craziest of them all. Nikki Six yeah. actually thought that he overdosed and he left a message on his answering machine and he said, Hey, this is Nikki. I can't get to the phone right now. I'm
3: dead. What a weird... Yeah, I mean, and just... And then who's the other dude? Vince something? Uh, Vince Neil and the Tommy and Lee, Tommy of course. Lee. Tommy and Pamela, of course. Yeah, I, I, you know, I never liked their music or never was what? like... I, well, I wasn't really familiar with their music. Oh, Molly Cruz. But I, the story fascinated oh. me. Those guys are fascinating individuals.
2: I anyway. don't know if anybody partied as hard as they did. They All really right. did. All right, 877-337-6666. BT and Sound on the Fan. Talking about the Mets in the comments by Stearns. Also, the Yankees offseason. season. A little bit of everything. Sammy is down in Trenton, New Jersey with BT and Sal. What's up, Sam? What's up, fellas? I got hey. two
1: quick things. One Bauer, one Mets extra splash hitter, D.A., blah, blah, blah. So, I like that nobody's talking about, I spoke with Hawk. 270, 11 homers, 65 RBIs, 26 stolen bases, and uh, all-star appearance last year. And a gamer. I like Whit Merrifield as that extra third base and third base, platoon, second base, outfield, I think he could do it all, and I think he's that gamer. Type. He's like McNeil, but he does other things. He's not just
3: average.
1: Yeah, he's yeah,
2: good. yeah. I mean, but does he fit the Mets' timeline? I mean, I guess, you know, one or two years, sure, I guess.
1: I mean, one year, that's what they're looking at, and I feel like power doesn't age, Sal. That's why you're afraid of J.D. and
0: Justin Turner. Yeah, but hold, Soler,
3: that's why I think Solaire is the happy medium, oh. and thank you for the call. I think Solaire is the happy medium. Whip Maryfield said something a couple years ago, and I forget what it was, but it pissed me off. and eh, I, I wish I remembered it. I don't know if it was a shot at New York. It was something. that Really? And eh, maybe it wasn't. He said something dumb that I just was turned off for him. Eh, at you pretend you take him in a heartbeat. Correct, but I still it. want power. By the way, I am being told we have a special guest on the line. Who do we have? Jerry Blevins oh! is on the line, BT. So, Jerry, I tried calling you before because it came up. Where I was saying that, you know, we had the conversation. I said I thought maybe I could make contact if I had, like, ten <laughs> swings. Jeez. So I asked my partner, BT, if he could make contact. He, who played college, uh, admitted he probably couldn't. But then we were curious, like, what you could, you know, dial it up to now. And, and how badly do you think you would actually embarrass both of us?
1: <laughs> well, uh, BT is uh, a smart man because he understands that there's levels to everything, Sal. Uh, mm-hmm. If I had to dial it up, first of all, it'd take about six months for me to be able to even throw a ball about eighty. Um, well, I left, it all, I, I left it, it all. Let's do this tomorrow. You're on, sucker. But for you, Sal. But for you, Sal, I'd swallow a few anti-inflammatories, huh. and uh, I could probably touch eighty-eight to make sure. First of all, that you're not going to get anywhere close to my plate. Um, yeah. I'm going to back you up a little bit. I'm going to make you feel uncomfortable. The contact you might make will be about two inches uh, above where your hands are on the bat, and it's going to be on purpose <laughs> because I want you to feel what it's like to have a big league bat in your hand to, to face a baseball coming in at 88 and to truly feel how your hands go numb and then try to hit a, a curveball coming in later.
3: That doesn't sound too pleasant at all. No, it's not. Uh, Jeremy, all you got to do is just Jerry, Jerry, to say, Jerry, I say Jeremy? Yeah, Jerry, but, uh, Jerry. Obviously, you know that. My bad, yeah.
2: Jerry. All you have to do is, you know, dial. You don't even have to get up to 88. Throw a 82, 83 under his chin and then throw a 72-mile-per-hour change up on the corner. He's done. Now, wait. would you, That's
3: perfect. Would so you, fun. Jerry, would you just give me, like, the heat or are you going to mix it up off-speed stuff?
1: Well, I would give you the, the fastballs to start. I'd probably throw you a little cut fastball to, mm. to make you think. Again, coming in on your hands is yeah. how I keep uh, righties honest. And then you know my bread and butter. You're going to get some curveballs just, uh, just for fun, just to watch you swing about three times before it lands for a strike. See,
3: may, well, that's the pitch. Maybe I think I could touch. Stop! You're not no, touching, no, no, any. You see, not touching uh, any pitch.
1: I sit back on it. I sit back
3: and I poke it the right, you know, to the right yeah. side for a little base. Oh, you hit. say to the right center gap? <laughs> Is that what you were about? to say, you,
1: lunatic? <laughs> there, there hasn't been many hitters in in my career uh, that could hit my curveball. So just just so you know, even the big league hitters, the righties, the lefties. I think my career batting average from righties on my curveball is like a uh, under two hundred. So if you oh, think wow. you're better, wow! If you think you're better than all the right-handed hitters in the game, not to mention lefties. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, you yeah know, exactly. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's yeah. where that's I got it. paid. That's why I'm. I'm retired and and uh, not hanging out with you too often. But uh, yeah, if you think you're better than most of the righties in the big leagues, then I'm sure you could make contact.
2: Yes, Jerry, he just got screwed. You know, the, the scout he got rained out his game at high school, so the scout couldn't come and watch him. You know, he was just overlooked. Very unfortunate baseball <laughs> story for.
3: Uh, oh, you couldn't touch him cell. either, BT. I mean, come on, you play oh big tough guy. You played in marriage. Big tough guy is the first, too. the smartest guy in the room. Saying yeah. I wouldn't touch him. Oh uh, they started to say, but like, I Jerry, have hit 85 in my life. I've hit 90, I but I. I started to say that jerry meal you know, right now he's been retired for how Whoa, many years he,
1: jerry you've been retired for how many years five years Uh, 21. So this will be the year four, year three. Okay, that's not that long. But (laughs) it's going to take him six months to dial it up
3: to 88. Uh And BT's like, oh, if you gave me just fastballs, maybe 85, I might be able to put it in in plan. Like I said, Sal, if if
1: I I were facing you, Sal, I would definitely have uh, enough adrenaline (laughs) to make sure that you would know. I would hurt myself understanding (laughs) that this is going to be painful.
0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
1: Uh, just to make sure that you you get a proper shake at what it's like to face big league pitching.
0: So we're talking to Jerry Blevins,
2: of course, does a great job on SNY Mets fab with the Mets, and of course, Sal Baseball Night in New York. These guys are buddies. We're goofing around. Sal, for some crazy reason, is telling the entire free world he thinks he could touch a former major league. He barely <laughs> <laughs> played were school. Um, but now, Jerry, let, let's get to the topic at hand here. This might be a little less pleasant for you. I mean, this Mets rotation is horrendous. It's just not good, dude.
1: Well, I you know it's it's there's a lot of question marks. So I think Singa has a chance to be a, a very good one. He's I don't think he's got ace. I don't think he's Garrett Cole, uh, but I do think he can be another All Star caliber type season. So that's great. Then you have Quintana, who's a steady presence, um, not a true number two, but he pitched like it last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what you want is an innings eater out of him, and he's going to give you a chance to win every ball game. They think they found something with Sean Mania that he's tapped back into. He, he kind of changed his repertoire. He upped his velocity, and he started using that sweeper. They think they found a piece, which, you know, very well could be. He's He's been a no-hitter. He's thrown a no-hitter in his career, and uh, they think he found something with him. And then Severino, I think, is is a easy fix. I know it was really bad last year. But uh, he spoke on it uh, on S and Y. He answered a, a few questions on how he was just mentally out of it because of he was worrying about tipping your pitches. And once you're mentally thinking about other things than getting a big league hitter out on the mound, then you start to doubt starts to creep in. So he's out there thinking, you know, don't tip my pitch. Then all of a sudden, his 97 gets hit, mm-hmm. and he's thinking, was that because I tipped and they know, or was it because I didn't locate? And then he's all in his own head, and he spent an entire season basically lost in his own mechanics. So I think that's an easy fix for him to get back to form. His biggest question mark for me is health, obviously. Um, if he can stay on the field, I think he'll, he'll return to form and have an excellent bounce back year. It's not championship caliber, but I think there's enough opportunity there for them to, to – Make a make a statement and make the playoffs. I still think that this team is good on paper, and uh, they have a lot more question marks in the rotation that you're used to. Um, but I think there's potential there.
3: I'm talking with Jerry Blevins. Of course, you can see him on SNY currently. Also, Jerry, happy to see that the podcast is back. Shea Station with um, with Jolly Olive. So you guys have that going back, which is fun. And always you can see him on uh, SNY on Baseball Night in New York as well. We have that show coming up at 6 o'clock. Um, one more, Jerry, for me about the Mets. What would you make the priority if you were them, DH or bullpen?
1: Well, I, I mean, the bullpen is a necessity, regardless. Um, but I still think for this team to be a championship caliber team, they need another. They need another bat. They need a Jorge Soler, a guy that can hit some home runs. That can protect Pete. Um, they've been, they missed out on Kyle Schwarber, I think was the perfect fit. Another left-handed hitter, you know, the only splash I could see like the, the wild card that I doubt will happen. But if they get a guy like Cody Bellinger Oof. to be able to, to come in and, and solidify that lineup, yeah. and, and he could play first base, let Pete DH, and there would be more depth in that lineup. That's one that I see, um, kind of a wild card, but they definitely, no matter what happens, they need to address the bullpen. They need a couple more solid arms. And then a DH might be a good idea, but they have so many guys that they want to see. If they truly want to compete, I think they'll get a Solaire type or a J.D. Martinez. But I, I think they just kind of want to see what they have in some prospects.
2: So we're a little late here, but it's worth it. Uh, I got one more thing here for you, Jerry. And by the way, let's let's do this a little more frequently here. Let's get Jerry on the show, have a little fun <laughs> well, throughout I'm the in. year.
3: Well, I actually talked about it last season with him, but I wanted to do it in studio, and he's he, you're more in the, in the city, Jerry, during the season, right?
1: That's a fact. Yeah, yeah. I'll be I'll be in. I'm, I spend my off season in Ohio. So when okay. he's
3: when he's in season, yeah. when he's back, we'll definitely have you in studio. Yeah, you be got the it, Jerry, invite, here. man. We'd love to have you in. So here's my
2: final thing for me. So no Met fan wants to see Pete Alonso in a different uniform. That's that's a given. Stripping yourself of of any sentimentality, sentimentality pertaining to that possible notion of him playing elsewhere. Looking at it purely from a baseball point of view, can you uh, on the cerebral baseball level somewhat embrace a Mets future without Pete?
1: Oh yeah, I mean. Uh, that hole to fill. I mean, they're already talking about, you know, we're 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 chatting on a DH to add more power. Pete Alonso is an old school power first baseman. Like um, that gap of production is. I don't see where they could fill that in. You don't get that on the market very often. I don't see where you fill that in. Well, then, Jerry, let me no, Jerry,
2: let me throw this at you. You're right. I mean, there's. There's no guy that's going to be acquirable, if you will, that's going to replicate basically 50 bombs every year. I, I understand that. But look at the trend in baseball. You know, he's, he's he's fairly heavy-footed. You know, he's serviceable at first base, but he's obviously not, you know, like Keith or like Donnie or even like Goldschmidt as a righty or even Olsen, in my opinion. But he's competent. Um, the trend in baseball is not to sign guys who are deficient in some of those areas, prodigious power aside, who's 30 as a right handed hitter. So you wouldn't find the guy who's gonna hit fifty bombs, but you might find and I threw this out and, and these guys laugh because it's a podcast around here, you might find like a Rico Bronya type who's gonna hit you thirty doubles and hit two eighty and pick it, and then he dispersed the money and the power maybe more conventionally around the field.
1: Yeah, I mean if you did that, look look, it the reality is that he has a very good chance of Playing elsewhere, uh, and as a fan, you gotta understand that that's a big possibility. I find it hard, especially in the power deficient organization that they have right now, of where they're going to supplement that. I, they could go out and get, you know, a glove that can that can give you some some on base and some extra base hits, but they're still missing power. So I think, obviously, the real possibility is that Pete Alonso plays elsewhere. I would just it would be hard for me to swallow. See, I'm having a hard time picturing Luis Giorme in a Braves, you know, a mm. Braves uniform. Let alone see if <laughs> Pete Alonso dons a different uniform, I'll be at a loss as a fan of the game, as a fan of the Mets. Mm. Um, it would be weird, but it's a definite possibility that, that people have to understand that they're not going to give. I don't see them giving uh, an Albert Pujols type deal. No. you know, to Miguel Cabrera type deal. And I don't see him taking a hometown discount or uh, a shortage a year. So uh, there's a really uh, there's a big possibility that he does go elsewhere.
3: What do you think would be mm. more important for me, Jerry, as I step into the box? A cup or a diaper? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, uh, you're definitely you're definitely going to need to wear a cup because I'm going to make you feel uncomfortable. Oh, the diaper oh, no. the diaper. We're going to, well, that'll be uh, up to you. I'd wear a couple pairs of sliders just to make sure oh, boy. <laughs> Hey, there, there is one thing I do want to plug before I leave. Yes, I'm, go ahead. I'm headed to, I headed to Cooperstown tomorrow. Um, one of the crazy things I've done in my career, I, I got to narrate a documentary. So, uh, it's a, it's called fielding dreams. Uh, it's about baseball scouts. Um, the scout that signed me from Dayton, the university of Dayton, Ohio, uh, his cousin is a documentary filmmaker and uh, they got together over holidays and started discussing. He's like, you know, I'm going to have to make a film about this. So uh, he works for the Rangers now, and they got to follow along and the Rangers obviously won the world series. So it's a really cool documentary that. Opens the eyes and and uh, peels the peels back the curtain a little bit Ooh. on something that I think is underappreciated oh, and man. that's baseball. Scout. I'm in. So, uh, I got to go I'm see the premiere tomorrow. Where can wow. we where
3: can
2: we watch that? That sounds great. So I
1: think it'll be that's the thing. So it's premiering. Um, I don't think it's it's for streaming or anything yet. But when it does, I'll come back on and, and do another promotion and let you guys uh, see where you can get it. Awesome. But Thanks, getting the word out there. Yep, that's I saw your tweet
3: about it as well. All right, Jerry, we appreciate it. Look forward to working with I Have fun at Cooperstown.
1: All right, thanks guys. Thank you, Jerry. Jerry I, I like he's, him. He's I, a
3: good dude. Yeah, I talked to him. I don't know him, but I I watch him and I like him. He's good, good dude. A good personality. Yeah, you know, yeah, has, yeah. Has fun with everything. Definitely. You know, he makes fun of me. We make well, fun I mean, of each other yeah, a little, I mean, we, when you Say you hit know. a major
2: league pitcher it's very easy. All well, of you.
3: But he's he's a, he's a retired major league. All right. League anyway,
2: pitcher. keep him moving. Uh,
3: so <laughs> when you and I first joined, it was kind of you know in the summer and we were getting our feet wet a little bit. Yeah. But I wanted to have him in studio, but it just wasn't the right timing. During the season when he's in town, we'll definitely get it. I would even,
2: up. I mean, i love to have him in studio. I would even, you know, if we could do like once a week. I mean, if he's got to call well, in. I, no, I no, know. if he's got to call in. yeah, It's like state of the match, man. Yeah. And by the way, you heard what he said, the way that ended. There's a real, I think he said there's a very real chance Pete's in a different uniform. He said that. Well, there is a chance. Well, I don't that. believe it's, it's going to happen, but there is a chance. Yep, no doubt. Uh, if you like scouts, and that sounds like a great documentary, "Trouble with the Curve," Clint Eastwood. Have you ever seen that I movie? I did see that movie. Did you yeah. like it?
3: Who's the um, uh,
2: the love interest? Uh, What's her name? The
3: blonde. She's, um, she's popular actress. Yeah, I forget uh, her name. But as well. and that was one of the early things. I think. What the hell was her name? We should know this. What do you mean, early things? It was one of her. I, I believe. Oh, it was what was one of her early one, things. One, yeah, "Trouble with the Curve" with Clint Eastwood. I that mean, was good. What the hell? Amy Adams. There, there you go. go, Amy Adams. I, I knew thought it was that a- movie stunk. What? Very boring. It was a little cheesy, but I liked it. The ending. Come on. I, don't I don't
2: mean, remember. come on, dude. All I mean, right. what a buzzkill Pat is. Yeah. All right, good. It's ahead. a crap movie. All
0: right. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.